Welcome to the Social Media Law Podcast. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer. I'm on a crusade to help social media creators just like you understand the law and protect your artistic freedom online. Today, I'm going to be joined by Arjun Rai. He is a marketing consultant for small business with a specialty, and this specialty is in raising money for startups. He also has a lot of other tips for us, but we're going to talk about three tips today for raising money for your big idea. That's three tips for raising money for your big idea, raising capital for your small business, your startup. By the way, if anytime you want to contact me via email during the podcast, you can reach me at podcast at iancorzine.com. That's podcast at iancorzine.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at iancorzine. Are you ready? It's live from Los Angeles. It's your social media lawyer, Ian Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Arjun Rai with Woofy, social media's best friend. Welcome to the show, Arjun. Hey, hey, John. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really do appreciate it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to inspiring at least one person. I hope I inspire a lot more people in your audience and, and helping them with raising capital, you know, building a business, especially to, with today when everything is all digital. Yeah. Uh, definitely looking forward to that conversation. Well, I am too. You and I have had a chance to speak off the air uh, and you are an amazing individual with so much to offer. And I'm excited for us talking today and also to give my audience a perspective on, you know, a lot of them, don't have the means. They don't have a, you know, a, a bank account full of thousands and thousands of dollars to start their small business, but they have this big idea and they want to get started. So we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But first, I like to start off the podcast every single time with a story about how you help someone. Do you have any stories out there that you could let our audience know about, about how you help someone or a client or a customer or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. So just a couple of days ago, we were talking to a coach and she specializes in spirituality and uh, and and she was uh, and obviously she's used every tool under the sun uh in terms of social media scheduling in terms of marketing platforms a lot of them were too clunky a lot of them were too pricey and for a small business owner especially today with covid and, and the economy we're, we're in it, it didn't just there was there's a huge gap and as i was doing the demo and of course i do demos like day in and day out i do 10 or 15 demos every single day on the on sales calls and i and she paused me for a second and she said holy beep i have to censor it for your for your audience <laughs> i love how you uh, have free censor here yeah it's great yeah free censored um and she was she was like holy beep you are god sent because everything you're doing and i was i was showing her the the feature where you can type a short social media post and it automatically completes it for you based on hundreds of millions of data points. It gives you the right emojis and you can upload images, figures out the best hashtags, all of the things that a small business owner would have to spend hours at scale doing or an agency would take, you know, several days. We were doing it in, you know, split second. And so I obviously am used to it, but for her, this was like technology, like from the future. If you remember the, if you remember Star Trek, when the Vulcans came down and, and, and made first contact, I almost felt like that because I always have to re remind myself that the technology we're building is at least five years ahead. If we weren't here in, in existence, it would take that long for our competitors to come up with it. So I'm grateful that we are here and we're supporting so many 5,200 small businesses just like her. 
Wow, that is amazing. And I love the Star Trek reference. I'm a big Star Trek fan, so I really appreciate that. You know what? I want to get into your backstory, but before, you've said something very interesting, and that is the business, I believe, of Woofy. That is in, in SEO, PPC2, or mostly just SEO? Well, we're focused on our, our organic right now. We want, we are actually now getting into SEO with uh, some, a product called Journal. Uh, so, so let me just back up. So, so initially we built a social media scheduler. Um, it was designed to be, you know, an, an app. We wanted to build it for on-the-go individuals, influencers mostly, people you know traveling, and and so they can control their content. Then we figured out that people wanted a bigger screen, so we built a desktop version with all the artificial intelligence and the data science for the price of a cup of coffee, which typically comes up between four to five dollars a month and 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 so that was on the social side then we were like well i we've, i think launched about six seven months before we made this made this decision where why don't we take the same technology and help you auto complete and type uh into entire blog posts in fraction of the time and automate the posting for you know your wordpress account your shopify blog account your medium account and so we introduced that product about a month ago and we've had hundreds of posts go through that um, and and so that now next phase for that is seo optimizing it so you can add you know a couple of words in it and as you're typing the post and it's completing it for you automatically will add the five keywords you want, you know, at least hopefully a majority of the keywords, or if not all of them, as and you're done. 500 word keyword, you know, 500 word posts, 1000 word posts done, and you can schedule it to post automatically for you as well. And the next thing we're doing is Amazon Alexa scheduling, which we can talk about later, but wow. that is, that's going to be huge for actually people like you to broadcast directly into people's living rooms. Arjun, that sounds unbelievably interesting and amazing. I want to take, I want you to take me through it if you could break down. So I do lots of blog posts. I, for one of my businesses, I have over 700 posts. Uh, for my current one, I have, you know, dozens and dozens. Um, I spend a lot of time researching the posts and mm -hmm. I'm wondering how that might be incorporated in my workflow. So I'm going to do a post about, I'll be, I'll be a little legalistic here, the Communication Decency Act, Section 230, which has to do with freedom <laughs> of speech online. And what would I do? How would I use your product to help me in that blog post? Yeah, so I mean, so so the idea would be you open up the you open up Hello Fee, you click on create posts, and automatically you'll be seen with a blank, uh, you know, a text field where you can start typing and automatically start suggesting words for you. So if you're typing you know, how are, how are you as a part of the, as a part of a sentence, and you just stop at A in the word R, it'll automatically suggest, do you mean R E for the word R? And then do you mean you? And then do you mean the question mark at the end? Um, and then you can follow up and say, I love, you know, I love legal. I love law. I love I love coffee, whatever it may be. And accordingly, we'll start giving you suggestions for emojis below that, again, the reason why we harp on emojis a lot is because if you take a look at research, especially emoji trend report by Adobe, don't take my opinion, emojis tend to drive double digit uplifts and engagement. You can take a look at our website for statistics. You can take a look at the internet for, for your own research, but we're the only ones that figure out how emojis connect to words, that connect to hashtags, that connect to images all in, in a fraction of a second second for you. Uh, and then so uh, pretend you've typed up the entire post using the autocomplete technology. You, you know, we also start suggesting images for you that are royalty free. Um, so you don't have to worry about, you know, permissions and, you know, not having permissions and things of that nature. Um, and of course, you could have done that on your own. You could have gone to Unsplash, Pexel, Pixabay on your own and found those images. But we do the work for you. And all you have to do is tap, tap, tap. You're done. Choose the time you want to post it. Choose the date you want to post it. And if you want to follow up with a social media post to promote it as well, it'll automatically do that for you as well and generate the content, the posts, and the hashtags all in probably five seconds tops. <laughs> 
Wow, this is amazing. I want to talk, I want to dive into it more. Where can the audience actually try this product out or sign up for this product? They can go to hellowiffy.com and sign up for a free, you know, free, uh, you know, account. But we do recommend you you signing up for the forty nine a year a lifetime deal, which is you know you're basically grandfathered in for four or five bucks a month. And and the reason why we're keeping that price down really low is a we launched very recently. We only launched about seven months ago. We went from thirty customers to over fifty two hundred customers. We want feedback, and that feedback is valuable because I can support people like you, John, or you know other small businesses around the world who desperately need a way to compete against the unlimited marketing budgets. So we're on a mission to build that tool and, and make a little bit of money on the side, of course. Uh, but our mission is to support every small business owner. We like to call them underdog marketeers around the world. And if you can do it for the price of a cup of coffee and give you hope at the same time, that is a win-win situation. I think it's awesome. You know, what's so funny is I just heard you, I think you mentioned, you called me John. That actually is my name in Scotland. Uh, it, My real name is Ian, but Ian. I, I, you are a genius. I mean, I don't know how you figured that out. Um, that's, that's no problem. But anyway, so it's hellowoofy.com. We can sign up, uh, like you said, 49 bucks for the year. I mean, that sounds yeah, really incredible. Okay. Awesome. That is, that is true. And we'll keep the price down. Uh, we might increase the price a slight bit to 69 a, a, a year. Um, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we've, we said September 15th will be the increase, but, um, we'll, we'll see, you know, how, how much we want to, you know, do that in terms of do we want to increase it or not. Uh, we're getting a lot of feedback right now. And so we're continuing to work with our customers. And in fact, if your audience wants to join the, a group called Content Masters. That's exactly where people are giving us feedback on what's working for us, what isn't working for us, you know, in terms of what features and what features they want us to build. Uh, That is the kind of relationship we want to have with our community. Well, Arjun, I really agree with what you're saying as far as the emojis go. I actually have a person on my staff. I mean, her basically her sole job is to go back through other older blog posts, update Mm -hmm. them, but primarily update them with emojis. And I've never heard someone articulate that before as clear as you did. Are you thinking that it's by having emojis, it's it's incorporating some more emotion in the post? What's the reason why people are responding to emojis in blog posts? Yeah, so this this question comes up a lot. Is we're all we're basically all cavemen at the end of the day. The reason why we, we, we you know social networking went from Facebook to Twitter was because you know a we're ADD and we need you know things to be simpler and and it was a very simple simplified way if you remember the 140 character limit um, to to converse and you know communicate. Then we went to um, Pinterest. And that was a very visual way. Then we went to Instagram, which is a very stream-based, photo, photo-driven way, right? And now we're at TikTok, which is pretty much the same thing as Instagram, but now there are multiple frames per, you know, per uh, media file, which we call it videos, and, and that is getting faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, obviously, Instagram came up with IGTV. Then they came up with Reels. Then they came up with Stories before that. And so you're seeing the the visual format, and of course, in the future when we become you know 3D avatars and augmented reality, virtual reality, that is all about visually storytelling. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're supposed to be talking about is storytelling visually within the context of text itself, um, and that's where emojis come in. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, we're you know we also figure out based on who's using which emojis, you know, how popular those are. We also give you that capability, and, and I can also do a, some screen share if you like of the product and how that works. But I think that level of data mm-hmm. is monumental for a small business owner to make the right decision. Otherwise, at the end of the day, they're just winging it. And winging it doesn't do well for any business. And I can tr- trust me, big businesses are not winging it. They're using a lot of data. They have unlimited you know, marketing people working on it, uh, on their campaigns. And that's where the small business owner needs a competitive advantage. And HelloWolfie does provide that. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I also noticed besides the, that is the most important reason, I maybe a secondary reason has to do with like a pattern interrupt. I noticed that when I review blog posts with well-timed emojis, either there's a laugh to it or there's a, uh, it communicates a sorrow to it, but whatever it has, you, you kind of stop for a moment and go, okay, reset and then read yep. the next line. Yep. So yep. I think that that's probably part of it too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And it's at the end of the day, if we can be more visual, we can be more simplified. I mean, you know, we, we, it's, it's hieroglyphics. It's the modern hieroglyphics at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, Arjun, I really want to talk about this all day long, but we do got to get to the subject matter of today's podcast. But before we do that, let's go into your background. Where did you start? How'd you get involved in social media marketing and also yeah. capital raising it from your bio? It says that you raised a substantial sum of money for the current projects you're in. How'd you do yeah. it? Yeah, so I uh, I started as a teenager with my first legit, you know, uh, startup back in when I was 16, 17 years of age. I was in the communication in, in industry. I was a, basically an ad network and then came to New York, convinced the dean of the university to, you know, give me an, a, a few extra scholarships that would help me almost, you know, get the first three years in terms of fully covered um, and launch an agency, a social media agency, helping other small, you know, businesses, helping other influencers was back in 2012, 2013. Um, and it was it was a great experience because I was able to do what I was very passionate about, which I figured out by joining the radio club in, in, in high school. And, uh, and I love talking to people. I love having my own show and, you know, things of that nature. So I had my own, you know, in a podcast, a show called the biz Den in college. And I ran my own agency at the same time. Quickly, I figured out, uh, well, as a part of the scholarship was I had to help run the entrepreneurship department and the incubator. And I was the first, one of the first incubate, uh, incubatees or I guess companies in the incubator, if you will. Um, and, uh, and so that was a very you know, interesting experience. Um, and then I was, you know, I was trying to figure out how do we do project management? How do we support other creative individuals? Because I consider myself a creative. You give me a piece of paper, I'll draw out a project, project management plan there. I'll you know, come up with something more visual for the financial, you know, for a I'm very visual. And I saw a lot of people in our industry being visual as well, but they weren't able to use any tools that were visual like them. It's almost like giving a blunt knife to a chef and saying, go make the best dish you can for a marquee, you know, restaurant. Um, and so we built, uh, we raised about a million dollars for, you know, essentially Iron Man meets project management. You can swipe, you know, people together, you can swipe files together, you can annotate on them, swipe them back to individuals. We were very early on. We were betting that touchscreens would become bigger and cheaper. They did. Two years after we ended up running out of cash. So I learned my, that was my first venture uh, you know, lessons to be learned. And, and I used a lot of the lessons to then raise capital for my next thing, which was what we're building now, which is Hello Woofy, which is an AI driven, we like to call it smart marketing for the underdogs. Um, and, it, uh, and it's been support. It's, you know, we started with social media scheduling. We started with, you know, now we're doing blogging. Uh, we're about to get into Amazon Alexa scheduling. We're the, you know, the first ones in, in doing that where you can literally schedule content into the living rooms of your fans, your customers, your listeners, um, so long as they opt in. And, and, you know, you could be competing alongside BBC and CNN if you wanted to as a broadcaster. And that that level of approach is that kind of technology is what we're looking to bring to the smallest of small businesses. Arjun, that is so amazing. And I want to make sure that everyone out there can get on your email list because I want to be involved in that too. I do believe the future of social media, at least online, is through mm-hmm. voice because it's just much less fric- frictionless or has less friction than other forms of communication. What can we do to get on the, you know, the email list so we know when you're going to launch a product relating to scheduling or, or um, you know, AI for voice technology? 
Yeah, so I, I definitely recommend going to hellofia.com and signing up for the newsletter there. Uh, mm -hmm. Also follow us on Facebook. Definitely join our content masters group. It's right on the top right, the link for it. That is literally the only way we, you know, we, we can learn from our customers in terms of real time, what they like to, you know, ha have us build, what is working for them, what isn't working for them. Of course, you can send me an email. You can also reach out on Twitter. But the Facebook group is a very intimate uh, organically growing community. And of course, Ian, you're, you're welcome to join as well. Um, and, and, and that's the kind of feedback we want. And in fact, we're raising capital from our customers. We raised about $380,000 in our last Reg CF campaign. And a lot of that came from our customers for $100 at a time. They were able to own a, a piece of the company that the, the tool that the, you know, the, the tool, the company behind the tool that they're using and grow with it, right? So we launched another campaign in about, in about two months or so, we raised about $80,000. We're looking to raise about six hundred or so by the end of the year. And it's a very different way to build a company. It's, it's for the small business owner with the small business owner by a small business owner that has been doing it for you know at least 12 years now. I'll be 29. I started off when I was a teenager. Um, and, and so that's the kind of you know, community we want to surround ourselves with. Wow. Well, let's break this down because you know our podcast is entitled today, Three Tips for Raising Money for Your Big Idea. And it's clear yeah. you've raised substantial sums. Additionally, you know, that technology that, that uh, you know, you're five years ahead on doesn't cost, isn't, isn't cheap. <laughs> uh, so you're gonna need the money. If you got audience members out there, and most of my audience members are creators or online business professionals. Uh, and so they're trying to figure out ways to, to make their ideas come true, but it does take money. Do you have some tips for what they can do to be able to get this money so that they can make their ideas, you know, come true. Yeah. So uh, first off, do consult your financial advisor for anything I say. Um, but uh, with the way we built our, our platform, our, our platform is is very interesting. We had about twelve thousand left in the bank, and 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 I, I told our investors, hey. I'm going to do whatever it takes to build a company and scale it, launch it, relaunch it at that point because we had to, uh, you know, get the the technology stack and start over. Had to let go of a co-founder, um, and and with 12k, we had like three months of, of burn essentially. Uh, so I basically racked up all of my credit cards to the tune of a hundred, hundred twenty thousand dollars. So don't uh, do that. Um, right? <laughs> um, I found a second. I found a second job as a full-time uh, chief of staff at a another startup, and so I worked on this, you know, three four hours in the morning before my work, uh, and then in the evening, as soon as I got back, I probably slept around one or two o'clock in the morning, and I did this for about a year and a half, uh, a year or so, and and continue building the product, continue getting you know customers you know interested and, and whatnot, um, and and also put in a lot of my savings and all of the salary I was making from the full-time job. So that came out to the tune of about one hundred seventy uh, or so thousand dollars. My girlfriend put in some cash as well. She helped us get more credit cards. So again, be you know, know your level of risk appetite. And and because I was very adamant on getting this to the to the to the market. Long story short, we ended up launching late last year, around December, January. We were able to do you know a couple of. Uh, we did about thirty, forty thousand dollars in revenue to date. We've done about one hundred seventy thousand, one hundred sixty thousand dollars in revenue in a very short period of time. We've grown sixteen thousand percent. We're on, on track to doing about a quarter million to four hundred thousand by the end of the year in terms of revenue as well. So you know things obviously turned out for the better. We also want a show uh, called Meet the Drapers, um, which is a TV show, and we we all won some capital there from Tim Draper, who's a world-renowned billionaire investor, and so. At the end of the day, yeah, you, you should, you know, there, there are tips in terms of how we got to those opportunities and how we presented ourselves and differentiated ourselves. But most importantly, mindset is very important because as you can see that we had a lot of ups and downs. Um, and, and in order to get to where we are today, 
you just have to be an insanely optimistic person. And that no matter what happens, you have to keep going forward. So I'm reading, obviously, from your words, uh, passion is a, is a top tip. I mean, you got to have passion for the idea and you got to yep. work. I mean, you worked incredibly hard, uh, but you, but you got to work hard to actually get this idea off the ground. You also mentioned, and maybe this could be considered your tip too, actually accumulating money from investors across the world. How did you do that? Yeah, so the Reg, the Reg CF uh, platform, we, we're using Republic. And if you want to take a, take a look at our campaigns, you can see republic.co slash hello, Woofie. Okay. And, and uh, it really allows anyone from around the world to invest as low as $100 into your company mm-hmm. uh, and uh, basically get a piece of it. And, and, and so that's a very interesting way to do it, right? At $100 at a time, for some people, that's a lot of money. For some people, that's not a lot of money. But the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, you don't have to run around Sandhill Road or wherever the venture capital firms are and A, deal with the emotions of raising capital, B, have to get the meetings, C, have to travel and actually get the get the capital and the check and you know the meeting and everything. This is a very automated way to continue raising capital. Now, there are limits to it. And of course, if, if anyone's looking to get into it, I do recommend you talk, consulting your legal advisor because Reg CF is topped, uh, caps off at 1.07 million in terms of your total raise in any given 12-month period. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're taking a look at Reg A, that has you know several tens of millions of uh, you know as a limit in terms of how much you can raise. But of course, it depends on the stage of your company. The other thing to keep in mind is with crowdfunding, it's a very it's very much about hype. It's very much about your customer base. It's all about how much attention you can grab from people because it's almost like a mini IPO, but not without the you know, with the benefits of having your still control, creative control on your company, operational control. It's all about you know who, how you're doing in the press, how are you growing, you know what is the hype around how much you know users you 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 have growing, you know coming on board, you know last week versus this week. It's all about and you'll see this on our on our update section in our in our uh, Republic page. We update almost every single day, telling our investors, uh, our micro investors, what we've been up to, how much progress we're making, and where we're going next. It's all about communication. If you're you need to be very good at that because mm-hmm. there are examples of companies that you know raise capital and then you never hear from them ever again, and yep. the investors don't appreciate that. Not only mm-hmm. the big institutional investors, but even the small ones uh, will not appreciate that. So you have to make sure that you have a great idea, you have track that you can talk about and promote, but most importantly, you need to be very good at communication. Yeah. So let's break this down so I understand. It's obviously, you mentioned this phrase, is it RICSEF? I don't exactly, what was the word you said? Uh, RAGCF. RAGCF? RAG, regulation. regulation oh, regulation CF. CF. Yep. Okay. And this is a crowdfunding platform, correct? Yep. Yep. And it's republic.co? Yep. All right. And so any anyone uh, can, who has a business idea can register on this platform probably for a fee and then accumulate money for their business. Is this correct? Well, you do have to go through a vetting process. Um, you know, Chuck is, a, is, a, is a, one of the individuals who, you know, does a great job in terms of vetting people. Okay. And um, so I do recommend reaching out to the team at Republic. There are other examples of the companies like Start Engine, WeFunder, Seed Invest. You know, there's so many other companies that pretty much do the same thing, but they have different fees, different, you know, structures and things of the nature. They may, you know, have you raise on a safe versus a convertible note. So there you just have to do your research and, and talk to as many as, as possible. So let's say I put in a hundred dollars to contribute to your company. Do I Thank get, you. yeah, well, I'll do it. Uh, I believe in it. Uh, do I get anything out of it? I mean, do I get a share like a t- typical wall street, you know, investment, something like that? 
Yeah, so it's not um, it's not converting shares immediately. We have a uh, safe note, which is a form of a convertible note um, that you know we do issue. So that's what you're going to be holding. And of course, if we get acquired, or if there's a change in management, or any of the other triggers that are outlined in in the uh, in the documents that we also have to file with the SEC, um, you you then you you have a promise to convert. And then if we get exit, you know, if we do exit, then you get your money at that point. I see. So there's some sort of there's some sort of ownership interest that you get yeah. by contributing to your company. Correct. Awesome. Okay. So I understand that. So passion for the idea. Uh, uh, crowdfunding is a great way to do it. And in these days, crowdfunding is very accessible to, to virtually anyone who has money. I mean, $100 is the minimum, but that sounds pretty reasonable. Would you have a third tip for us on how you might raise capital to get your big idea started? Yeah, I, I, even before any of this, and this would probably be, you know, the, the first tip, in, in fact, or it might be tip zero, if you will, um, <laughs> is, is build, a, build a prototype. I see a lot of wannabe entrepreneurs out there that want to raise capital, want to be on the front page of Forbes and, and blah, blah, blah. But like for my personal story, as, I, as you can see, it's, it's, not, it's not one step, two step, three step in terms of figuring things out. You always have to deviate. You always have to be in the moment to figure things out. Um, and so you have that mindset to be constantly adapting. The other thing to keep in mind is that you need to build a prototype, get traction, get customers, show the traction to investors, and then scale from there. If you think you can raise capital on a PDF, you are very much mistaken, and that's not going to be helpful to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So a prototype could mean a prototype for the product, or it could be a prototype in terms of like an intellectual property, like some sort of idea, some sort of online service, some business plan. Is that correct? Correct. Just get one client, just get two clients. That is traction for service-oriented business, right? But if you're building an app, go on Fiverr, which is a very low-cost you know, marketplace for freelancers or Upwork similarly, um, or any other you know, freelancer.com as well. There are so many examples of places where you can find talent from around the world. And for a couple hundred dollars, maybe under $2,000, you can have a very scalable uh, platform that you can show traction off of. You can use Google Firebase to you know, build the entire uh, the back end uh, you know, structure and then scale from there. Because if you're raising on, on nothing, you're competing with probably 90% of the entrepreneurs that want to build a business. But when you have a prototype, and if you, in fact, if you have traction on top of that, you're probably in the top. 8%, 5% in terms of, you know, being able to raise capital and the statistics for businesses in terms of you know, scalability and success are so little. You have to show an investor that you are serious about, you know, scaling and, and building a real business. Arjuna, you're communicating to me, you know, you're, you're, you're five years ahead as far as tech, <laughs> but you're communicating to me a very traditional idea. And I think I can reduce it down to this. Have a good product before you start asking for investments in the actual product. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're if you're if you're dating and you know it's just like dating. If you're dating, you have to make sure that you know you've you know cleaned up yourself. You know you pre you're presenting yourself properly. You know you have your your house taken care of. You know depending on what your goals are. Uh, you know from the from the date itself. You know you need to be proactive. Don't be reactive. Be proactive in anything you do in life. Wow. Wow. I, I think that's a great idea. I or th it's a great thought. I'm the same believer, you know, sometimes in this world, I think there's a lot of attention. And when we talk about likes and subscribers and followers, we just get lost with sometimes uh, the marketing 
before what really matters and that is the product. And so I'm really glad to hear that you being really, you know, ahead of the game has that belief because, and also I'm really interested in those statistics where you say that majority a vast majority of people don't have the prototype, don't have the idea, don't have the, the actual product to be able to be handled or used before you're saying, listen, can I have a hundred thousand dollars? So that's. Yeah. And there, there are programs to help those people as well. If you take a look at Founders Institute, if you take a look at, you know, new chip, we're part of an accelerator right now called new chip, but, but we're on the advanced track. There are tracks that they have for pre-seed um, where they are, still require some traction, but that's, you know, pre before you raise your seed investment. There are a lot of examples of small incubators and programs around the world. And obviously many of them are now remote or only remote now. Um, so take advantage of that, you know, reach out to people. I mean, the biggest, you know, one of the biggest accelerators in the world is remote now, Techstars, um, Y Combinator. It's, it's becoming a norm. And so take advantage of it, no matter where you are in the world. Um, and as far as the tools are concerned, as far as software is concerned, make sure you're using those as well, because you'd want to be efficient. You're, again, you're still competing with other founders. Uh, and, and I like to say, you're the average, if you're at the average of the five people you hang out with, you're definitely the average of the five tools you end up using. <laughs> uh, Arjun, uh, thank you so much. We're getting to the end of our podcast, but I wanted to see if you could give us a sneak peek, because I'm super interested in this in the schedulings uh, app or software related to you know uh, Alexa voice apps what yep. what can you let us know about what you guys are thinking and when it might be available and that kind of stuff yeah so why don't i do a share my screen real quick um all right, so welcome to the, the Hello Wifi platform. So uh, the first thing I'll, I'll show you is the Amazon Alexa scheduler, which is coming out, which is, you know, in terms of our mock-up and, you know, promotion material, this yeah. is literally allowing you to schedule, as you can see here up on top left, I'm scheduling to a Facebook group, I'm scheduling to Amazon Alexa, and within 15 seconds, all you, your customer, your listener in this case, has to do is say, Play the Hello Wifi briefing, and anyone they're following, including you, Ian, they, you'll be on their TV if they have the Fire TV, or if they have an Echo Show, they have a you know visual display. But if they have just the uh, the, the speaker, which you know just the Echo Dot or the original speaker, yeah. you could be listening. They could be listening to your tips, and then you could be like, "Hey, check out the full episode on Friday and before it releases." You could actually give them a sneak peek. So that's. Very futuristic, right? Because people are stuck at home. The yep. smart speaker market, get this, has increased by 82% in the last three to four months. That is a huge surge. And of course, it makes sense because people are stuck at home. Yep. Now, as far as the product is concerned, it is super, super visual, super, you know, there's a lot of white space. That's the kind of, you know, knife you want to give to a chef that is serious about catering to their customer, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as you start typing, for example, how are, how are you? It's giving the recommendations saying, Hey, Ian, do you mean, how are you? And then I could be like, I love, I love you, which of course we do and coffee, for example. And then I can go ahead and complete that sentence there. And based on what I've typed in so far, it'll then give me emoji recommendations below. And, and like I was talk, telling you earlier, mm-hmm. emojis, not according to me, according to Adobe, which is a very successful company, they show that emojis drive significant uplift and engagement get this, they also drive purchase intent. So we've actually built a search engine that we call Wiffy.ai and you can basically type in, you know, I love dogs and it'll automatically show you the relationship. This is not something that customers tend to see, uh, you know, unless you go to the, to the engine, but it shows you the relationship between words, emojis, photographs, hashtags, it tends to give you those recommendations because at the end of the day, that's what's actually driving engagement is the relationship between the two of those. Mm-hmm. Um, let me, and, and so it's very important that you understand that when you're optimizing your pose, you're coming with the right pose and things of that nature. And so mm-hmm. here we go. It's coming up now. Mm-hmm. 
here we go. So just show you love versus related to you know the hashtag herbs, you know, based on the data. This is 153 million data. Love is also related to hearts, is related to these emojis. So it's for the first time that we can show you from a marketing perspective what relates to what based on four different languages, emojis, hashtags, the English, and of course images as well. So when you come back and just so the, uh, the audience can, uh, can participate if they're listening at home, uh, what, what Arjan just sent, showed us is this really beautiful graphical interface that has all these different arrows pointing at the various you know, emojis, hashtags, and subject matter, and, and images uh, that you can do if you have a central theme for your blog post or, or other post. Exactly. And again, this is for the price of a cup of coffee for four to five dollars a month. We can optimize your post for you, give you the right emoji recommendations. If you click on the purple dot, it'll find royalty free images or gifts for you as well. If you don't find the one that you're looking for, you can find them manually. And so this is something to keep in mind is if you're a small business owner and you don't have a full time photographer on staff, Mm -hmm. we can help you find those images as well. And then based on what's in the image, it'll find hashtags for you automatically that you could be using. If you want to translate this into, say, another language language like Swedish, you Mm -hmm. could do that as well. But the point is, if I can help a small business owner as a platform owner, you know, even save one hour, that is a a lot more competitive advantage than they had, you know, an hour ago of not using a platform like this. Um, So like, you know, I I can go into the demo forever and and you talk about it. But I think the the other cool thing is you have the ability to use the Google Chrome extension literally anywhere across the internet. So if I, if I'm in medium right now and I'm typing in, you know, how are you? And I want to type in, I love you. But again, you know, we love you, Ian, and I can go ahead and continue typing, double click, switch it out, double click, uh, double click and switch it out. So now you could type anywhere on the internet using the Google Chrome extension. You could schedule mm-hmm. content anywhere on the internet. Mm-hmm. Now it's not there, but that's that's kind of how we're going. And of course, we're raising capital publicly as well. <laughs> awesome. Arjun, that looks amazing. You sold me and I think you've sold <laughs> most of our audience because that's unbelievable. So I'm going to definitely sign up. I think it's amazing. Thank uh, you. Uh, HelloWolfie.com is the best place to go, correct? Correct. And again, if there's anything I can do for you, please reach out to me, Arjun, A-R-J-U-N at HelloWolfie.com. Join our Content Masters Facebook group uh, and, and just let us know what we can do to support you as a small business owner. We, we've been doing really well uh, as a small business owner. We've grown 16,000%, but we have the obligation to support you. Uh, if there's anything we can do, we, we will. Arjun, you know, you've told me probably three to four times during this podcast that you love me. And I just want to say <laughs> that I love you. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. I'll give you a hug. Give you a big hug. <laughs> Virtual hug. Uh, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Take care. All right, creators. Hope you got some value out of today's talk. By the way, as a reminder, go to iancorzine.com to get all the answers that you need to your social media law questions. And please remember to subscribe to the Social Media Law Podcast with Ian Corzine. If you could rate and review this podcast on Apple Music or iTunes, I would really appreciate it. Help us skyrocket up the charts. All right, that's enough for today. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer, and I'll see you all next week.